What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Thoughts in Motion podcast, the place where we explore the highs, the lows, and everything in between. I'm your host, Elicity Carlo, and I'm thrilled to have you on this journey with me. Whether you're a seasoned listener or joining us for the first time, get ready for some candid thoughts, genuine reflections, and maybe a few laughs along the way. So kick back, relax, and let's dive into another episode of the Thoughts in Motion podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Thoughts in Motion podcast. I can't wait to tell you guys about the race that I just had. I PR'd 14 minutes. My previous race time was two hours and 14 minutes, and this past time I ran two hours and 17 seconds. So a 14-minute PR, and I am so excited to tell you all about the race. So for starters, my training program for this race consisted of a ton of easy runs, and then I incorporated a bunch of tempo runs. I also incorporated some strides and a little bit of speed work, not a whole lot. Most of my workouts were tempo workouts. I focused mostly on getting mileage at a quote-unquote tempo pace. Now, I will say I didn't really know what my tempo pace was going to be. I have gotten a lot faster since I first did a half marathon, so my tempo pace was just kind of a guess, and honestly, I would just go out there and like run on based on feel and just sort of run a comfortably hard pace, so I really didn't have an idea of what kind of pace I could hold for a half marathon, but I think my tempo pace, I sort of was around like 8.30 to 9 minutes, I would say, and sometimes I even got into like the lower 8 minutes, but for the most part, it was around 8.30. Going into the race, I felt pretty good about the way that I trained, and at the beginning of training, my goal was two hours, and then as as I went on in training, I thought, you know what, I think I can get into the 150s. And then towards the end, I got very confident and I thought, I think I can do 150. So my goal going into this race was 150. I created a pacing strategy around that goal. So I think I was starting out at like an 840 pace and then slowly decreasing um, negative splits throughout the race and So the average pace targeting would be about an 8.23 pace. So that was my goal. Now race day came around, I woke up at around 4.45, went downstairs, had my coffee, my usual routine, and I can't really eat. I found that I haven't really been able to eat a big breakfast in the morning, the morning before a long run. So I went with something small. Now looking back, that might've been a mistake. I might've, should've eaten a little bit more before the race. But I went with something small because I didn't want to have a bunch of food sitting in my stomach. So I had one of those Honey Stinger waffles. And then I had another Honey Stinger waffle on the way to the race. And then it was important for me to just kind of chill for a little while before the race. I didn't want to feel rushed the morning of. So I had my coffee. I relaxed. I sat on the couch. I watched a little TikTok. And then I got up and got dressed and got out the door. I ended up driving myself to the race just because it was super early and there was no point for Gianna to come with me for the start line. It was about a 30 minute drive to where we live in Oldsmar to Clearwater Beach where the start line was. It was starting off at San Key Park, which if you're familiar with Clearwater Beach, it's like right there. So I drove all the way to the race and then It was actually not too bad to park. I kind of got a little bit nervous because there was a little traffic built up at the turn-in, but ended up being not bad. I parked, walked straight to the start line, and I was at the start line in like five minutes, which is unheard of if you're familiar with like those, you know, 
world majors and all those other big marathons. This was a fairly small one. So I was able to leave at like six o'clock for a seven o'clock start. One of my friends who I played softball with was also running this half marathon. So I met up with her, which was really nice. Got to kind of catch up a little bit before the race started. And then like five to 10 minutes before the race started, I noticed that there were pacers out. So I said, all right, I'm going to go find the 150 pacer. So I made my way up to the front and the first pacer, I believe was 147. And then the next pacer was a 152. So I kind of parked myself in the 152 area. I'm not going to lie. I was feeling pretty good. I felt like 152 was very achievable and I still feel like 152 is achievable. So I went up to the, by the 152 pacer and then before you knew it, we were starting the race and I took off. I have an Apple watch and I think after this race, I am going to switch back to using my Garmin for racing. I love my Apple watch because I just like the integration with my phone and the ability to like, you know, have all of the Apple like stuff on my wrist. I really like that. And I also like to have cellular capability on my watch so I I use my Apple Watch Ultra, which like I said, absolutely love, but it doesn't notify you or let you know when you're like outside of your pacing for like that exact moment like Garmin does. And I think I really could have used that, especially for someone like me. I'm still sort of a beginner when it comes to like pacing control. So I could have used that like extra layer of protection <laughs> because when we started off the race, I was cruising at like 812 which for me is too fast. I should not have been going that fast to start the race. And then right off the bat, we had one bridge, went up one bridge, and then within the next like mile or two, we had a second bridge. So not only am I coming out way fast, we have two bridges and I am going at like 812 pace, like I said, and I think my next mile was like an 820 pace. So at this point, we are two miles in. And I'm still feeling pretty good, but my heart rate is up there, right? So then for the next few miles, I think I was still in like the 830, 840 range. Through mile six, I was still in the eight minute range. When mile six came, I was feeling it. I was like, okay, I think I'm like, this is a little fast. I think I need to slow down. So I slowed down to about like nine, nine, ten. So I think mile seven, and I could be wrong about all this. I'm just like trying to think off the top of my head. But I think mile seven was around 9, 10. After mile seven, the tracker finally updated. So online, the tracker wasn't working until mile seven. So after mile seven, my average pace was 8.38, I believe. And Gianna sent me a text. And since I was wearing my Apple Watch and my AirPods, my AirPods read the text to me and she sent me a text message and she said, you're right on track. Like, good job. Keep going. And at this point, I was like slowing down. I'm in like, you know, 8, 10 and then I'm going 8 or I'm sorry, 9, 10 and I'm going 9, 20 and then 9, 30. And so I wanted to respond to her and be like, please send help. But at that point, I was still running you know, 9.10 is still pretty fast for me considering my last half marathon, my average pace was 10.17. So that's still pretty good. And then the last four miles 
came. And at this point, I was dying. I was absolutely dying. I had to walk a few times. And then there was bridge number three. And bridge number three absolutely killed me. I mean, it was like the kill shot. I was toast. And after bridge three, I think we had like three miles left. And I was dragging, like I was just absolutely dragging. It was brutal. It was completely like a mental toughness training session to just get through those last three miles. I think I had to walk a few times. I would say I was probably still like running at a 920 to 930 pace, but I had to stop and walk for like 20 seconds at a time. So my pacing in those last few miles were like 930, 945, 950. Actually, I don't know if I got up to 950, but around 945. Now, keep in mind, like I said at the beginning, my friend was running the race and I went up to the front to find the 152 pacer. So she's been behind me all this time. We get to about 0.2 miles left and I was dragging my feet. Like it felt like my legs were like bricks. And all of a sudden, someone comes up behind me and slaps my butt. And I turned around and it was her. And she's like, let's go. And I was like, oh my God. It was like this surge of energy that I needed to just get through the rest of the race. Because I think I was probably like, like I said, my feet were dragging. And so I saw her and I was like, oh my God, hey. And so we just booked it to the finish line. And we ended up finishing together. And which was a really cool moment because I'm like, what are the odds that we end up finishing this race together? Like it's 13 miles and we started at different times and we finished together. Like that was pretty insane. Honestly, I think she probably could have picked up the pace in the last like 200 meters, but I think she just ran with me because she's a very nice lady. So that was really awesome. And so yeah, finished the race When I finished the race, I thought I was definitely over two hours because in those last like three miles, the two hour pacer caught up to me and then eventually passed me. So I was trying to keep up with the two hour pacer for a while and eventually I had to walk and the two hour pacer kept going. And so I think the two hour pacer was at least 30 seconds to a minute ahead of me. And it felt like so much farther ahead of me. So I thought, oh, I lost it. Like I'm nowhere near two hours. And then Allie came up behind me and we just pushed it to the finish line and ended up finishing in two hours flat, 17 seconds. And now thinking back, I'm like, damn it. I wish if I would have known that it was going to be that close, I would have booked it the last like half a mile. But Honestly, I think even if you would have told me I was that close, I don't know that I could have gone much faster because I was just so tired. I was like, just beat. But the crazy part about all of this is, so finished the race and it was just an absolute grind the whole time it felt like. And I'm already thinking like, when's my next one? <laughs> like, People are like, you're nuts. There are some people that I work with when I told them about the race and stuff. They were like, you are crazy. But I want to run it again. Like, it's just so much fun. It's like that. I, I just can't help but love the process of getting better. I think that's what it ultimately comes down to. I just love the grind and I love getting better every single day. Overall, though, like 
Looking back, I am so incredibly proud of myself for the pace that I held for those first seven or eight miles. That is by far my best performance yet. I still can't believe that I was able to hold sub nine pace for that long. That is absolutely mind blowing to me because for, you know, when I started two years ago, an eight minute pace was an absolute grind for me. Like I was completely out of breath, like just I couldn't even go two miles at an eight minute pace. So the fact that I went that long at eight minutes or eight minutes and some seconds or whatever is mind blowing to me. I think that's a win in itself, even though I did bonk. I think that the fact that I was able to go that pace for so long is a huge win. And not only that, but it gives me confidence moving forward, knowing that I can run eight minute paces for a long period of time. Now we just need to push that period of time out a little bit farther so that I can withstand 13 miles instead of eight miles or shoot, maybe even 26 miles. And then on top of that, just getting to finish with one of my friends was a super cool experience. And seeing Gianna at the finish line just absolutely warms my heart. I can't imagine her not being there when I finish. It just is so incredible. It just makes it all feel not worth it, but it it just, it gets like full circle. Like you try so hard, you train so hard, and then you race, and then you have people to celebrate and people who love you to tell you how proud of you they are. And it just feels so good. Right after finishing, the only thing I could think about was getting an acai bowl from this place that we love called Escape Route. If you're ever in the Clearwater area, you absolutely have to go to Escape Route. It is so good. They have coffee, they have acai bowls, they have smoothies, but we love their their bowls. We get, it's called the Hitchhike. It's an acai bowl basically with like granola and strawberries and cacao nibs. It's really good. That's all I could think about after we finished. I just wanted it so bad, so we ran over to Escape Route, got myself an acai bowl and a cappuccino because they also make almond milk in-house, and it's so delicious, and it tastes so good in their cappuccino. So we got those two things, we picked those up, and then we went home. Even though I didn't hit my goal of one hour and 50 minutes, I, I honestly kind of knew that one hour and 50 minutes might have been a little bit of a stretch. I... But I still felt like it was attainable, just that it might have been a little bit out of reach, which was fine with me, but I'm still really proud of myself that I was able to PR 14 minutes. I mean, that's a big PR. I'll take that any day of the week, and I am so proud of that. But I think the biggest lesson that I learned is that pacing really does matter, and you can't go balls to the wall to start the race, and I even knew that before the race, but I just was way overzealous and thought I could do it, but pacing really is a huge part of racing, and so that's one of the key takeaways that I'm going to take away from this race. I have actually hired a coach, so hopefully I will get better in terms of pacing control. I am really excited to get to work with her. And that's pretty much it for the race recap. Hopefully that was entertaining or maybe you could take some of it from it and use it in your own racing strategy. Don't go too fast like I did, but also PR the hell out of your race. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. If you would give me a five-star rating, that would be incredible. And I will see you in the next one.
Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Thoughts in Motion podcast. If you enjoyed this conversation, don't forget to give me a five-star rating and maybe share it with your friend who could use some Thoughts in Motion. Connect with me on social media at Alyssa underscore in underscore motion and let's keep this conversation going. Until next time, stay motivated, keep moving, and I'll catch you in the next episode.